0: Thank you for listening to this message from Tree of Life Church. Our prayer is that it will be a blessing to you and that you will find it helpful for life. So open up your heart to receive God's word for you. All right. Hey, are you ready for the word? All right. Well, hold on. I got 22 minutes. So it's a good thing I am part auctioneer as well as preacher. Okay. So go ahead and get your Bible out. You know, some of our laughing. It's like, he's serious. I've heard him preach. Uh, Matthew 3. 13. Listen, just getting ready for the summer, because can you believe it's summer already? I mean, that's crazy. So, as summer season, I found in my life, I need to prepare for summer. I don't do well when I just roll into something, a change of something. I need time to prepare. It's already summertime, and so I have to get ready for the summer. The Duncan family has to get ready for the summer. So knowing that the summer season is coming, I really felt in my heart that we needed to take a few weeks, this week and next week, two parts to this, on preparing all of us for the summer season. Now, it sounds funny because it's like, are you kidding? I can't wait for the summer because it's a big break and big vacation. Now, it's true. there's There's some downtime there, and it's just a different vibe. But here, I always want to stress and emphasize that summertime lends itself to taking breaks. Kids are out of school. You're taking some vacation, which we want you to do all that. But I just want to encourage you, don't take a break from God. Don't take a vacation from God. Don't take a vacation from church. Can I tell you that the devil doesn't take a summer vacation? In fact, can I say it this way? I'm going to be super corny today and super cheesy. He turns up the heat. Come on, show me some love at least. Come on. Come on, I'm loving pouring my heart out here. All right. So he takes advantage of that which is in us that kind of naturally kind of lets our guard down. Kind of we kind of coast a little bit, maybe we kind of take a little bit of a break, and you know I'll pick it back up in the fall, or I'm just going to take a break from everything. I say, don't take a break from God. Don't take a break from church. Because here's what I find as a pastor, so many people fall away, drift away from the Lord in the summertime because they've taken too much breaks, they've been pulled in different directions, and I, sometimes I see many of them never make it back after the summer's over. And so, or they've experienced something during the summer because they've allowed other things in their life that got caught up in some of the things that that God never intended for them to. And so I want to just spend some time as your pastor to just walk you through some things to help prepare you for the summer. So here in Matthew 3, it's a great story that Jesus is getting ready to start his earthly ministry. He's 30 years old. He's been on the planet that long. and, And so now God is ready to launch him out into a new season, a season of ministry. Before he does... He takes him to this place, brings him to a place where Jesus gets water baptized, and then the next thing, he goes out into the wilderness, or let me say it this way, he goes out on summer break, out into the heat, and he experiences some things, but God uses that to get him ready for his ministry, which we'll get a little bit further into that next week. But I want to just see and look and show you how God's prepared him, because I want us to be prepared that way as we head into the summer season that we're engaging in. So let's take a look at Matthew 3, 13 through 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John, but John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me? And Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. Can I just tell you, it's not good to argue with Jesus Just do what he says to do. There you go. Okay, that's a good tip for you. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting or landing on him. Verse 17 And a voice from heaven said, This is my son. In whom I love, with him I am well pleased. I love that last scripture for so many reasons, but it really speaks to me today of, of a place of preparation because Jesus is getting ready to launch out into ministry, into ministry, and God comes on the scene, and it's the first time we see a recorded a moment, a recorded in scripture. There's a moment where God's audible voice speaks to Jesus with other people around. We don't see that other times. It could have happened other times, but it's not recorded that way. So there's great significance. Here. Jesus comes up out of the water. God says, This is my son. He baptizes him, goes on, and launches him out into the wilderness, and he gets ready for his earthly ministry. Here's what I want to say first as we get ready for what God has for us in preparation for the summer. I want you to know God showed up on the scene with his son to help prepare him for what was to lie ahead. And the first thing he did was remind him of his identity. You are my son. I am your father. Can I tell you before you jump out into your summer season or get too much further, I want to remind you today that you are a son and daughter of the King of the Most High God. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Amen? Now, that's important because I want you to know that there's going to be temptations and there's going to be things pulling on you because summer's different. There's different opportunities. Kids aren't in school. We can go here now. We'd like to take a vacation. Can I tell you what happens at South Padre? doesn't stay at South Padre. What happens on your cruise to Cancun does not stay in Cancun, all right? I heard him say that that way in Mexico. I, I don't know if that's proper or not. But anyway, so I'm telling, we are sons and daughters of God, no matter where we are and what we find ourselves doing, we are sons and daughters of the king. Now, I just want you to know that that's your identity and that's important for you to establish. And I would say this to all the parents of grads today, before that grad launches out into the world in whatever capacity, remind them whose they are. The best thing you can do is remind them because we lose so many young people after they graduate high school, but let's remind them that they are a son and daughter of the king. They, they come from him. They come from you. I just I, I think that's so important for us to be reminded of that we have to be prepared for these things and the best thing we can do like, like God did was remind Jesus of his identity and remind everyone around him of his identity. His father confirmed it. I want to confirm that in you today. Because as we enter this summer, summer season, we need to be reminded of who we are. And let me say this, your identity does not come from what you do, but whose you are. It comes from your father. And Jesus said this, if you remember in the scripture, he said this when they, asked, when they asked Jesus about his father, he said this, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. How can he say that? Because we come from the father. We come from him. Our identity is from him. And the biggest compliment I ever get around here, my father's been gone 21 years, I believe, 21 years, or maybe 21 come up this summer, but... Um, he was the founding pastor of Tree of Life Church. If you, if you don't know the history here, he founded it. I was 13 when the church started. His portraits out there in the gathering place just in honor of the founder. Um, a lot of times people will come up to me that knew my dad and they'll say, You know what? You sound more and more like your dad, or you look more and more like your dad, or whatever. And that's a compliment to me. And, and so I, I, I'm, I'm honored by that because I, why wouldn't I? I'm his son. I should look like him in one sense. And and let me say it this way, sometimes you know, we're getting ready for summer and and one of the things that the Duncans have to do in the summer is we gotta use sunscreen. A lot. Oh hold, no I'm talking a lot. In fact, when I'm not worshiping at church, I'm worshiping at academy. Come on, can I hear an amen? Come on man. It's my place of worship other than Sundays and first Wednesdays, I go to academy. But one thing I have to do to get ready for the summer is this, I got a whole bag of sunscreen right here. And this is just like for one day. I mean, all I just have to use it all up. And so, I mean, I got spray on there. I use it all, have different functions. I need to, I need to do that. But, but can I tell you, I would rather be covered than burned. And so, and no matter how much I don't like sunscreen, no matter how much I hate using sunscreen, it's not gonna change because I am my father's son. Have you seen my dad? How come you're so, how come you're so sensitive to sun? Have you seen my dad? Go look at his picture. That's why. I am my father's son. My identity comes from my father. So I've learned that I can fight it all I want, but it is who I am, so I might as well embrace it. And the inconvenience of having to apply sunscreen is so much better than the consequence of not. The inconvenience of doing what I need to do to be prepared and protected is so much better than the consequences of not. When my wife and I, when we got married, uh, we were gifted, a honeymoon gift uh, was a, a, a cruise and we're addicted, we're cruisers, we love it. And so we went on a cruise and, and we do it as much as we can and save our money and plan that way. But we were going snorkeling, a snorkeling excursion. So we were on this big catamaran and we were going with 80 other people snorkeling and So we're sitting on the boat and I did, I covered up in sunscreen and got out and snorkeled and got back on the boat. We got back to the ship and it just happened that night just happened to be like formal night. So, you know, I'm starting to get get in the shower and get all cleaned up. And I realized immediately when I got into the hot water, I missed a spot. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. The last thing you want to do with a sunburn is get in the shower, a hot shower. And it was the top of my feet. Yeah, so now you guys, I know everybody that's been there, right? Oh yeah, you're rolling your toes right now. Oh, I remember that—the top of my feet—and it was horrible. You know, we couldn't go to the formal night that night. In fact, I, I couldn't do—they wouldn't let me in without shoes on. <laughs> So thank goodness there's a, a 5,000 other ways to eat on a bowl, right? You're never going to go hungry. So. But, but I learned that it's better to take the time and maybe be a little inconvenienced, if you will, than to suffer the consequences. I'm my father's son. Let's take the time and make sure that we're protecting ourselves before we enter in this new season. Remember who you are and whose you are. That's not going to change. I'm this super white guy. I'm not going to get tan. And I'm like, God, why can't I just be tan? Lord, why? Then why would you put me in South Central Texas? It's dark six months out of the year in Alaska. But he called us here. And it's like, I, I thought about that all the time. I want to be tan. Everybody wants to be tan. Can I tell you this? Have you seen my daughters? There is no mistake in who they belong to. You don't even have to know, but you see Callie Camry. I bet that's Pastor Don Jessamy's daughter right there. Yeah. Yeah, because they're super white. I got red, blondish hair and white skin, and it just is. And my daughters, bless their hearts, earlier as teenagers growing up, they wanted to get tan like every teenager. I mean, it's not going to happen, honey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's your mom's fault. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. I, you know, the whole world puts a value on tan, right? Everything's tan. You got to look tan. You look good. You look good tan. Everybody looks better tan. You got to be tan. And I was like, man, I just don't. I just want to be tan. Just so I can put sunscreen on. And then one day I just realized that, you know, why am I not tan? Why, why am I so white? And I thought, it just wouldn't be so fair to be tan and good looking. And so like, I'm just, <laughs> I just did that to embarrass my wife. But you should have been standing up and cheering me on on that one. Come oh, on, man. We put sunscreen on to be darker. That's what we do. We're, the sunscreen, the white sunscreen is darker than our skin color. <laughs> but I get my identity from my father. So, I, you know, who you are in Christ is who you are in Christ. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Embrace it. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, you'll get burned. And can I tell you how many out here have been burned? And I'm not talking about sunburned. You know what I'm talking about now. Let's switch gears just a second. Have you been burned by the world? Have you been burned by what you thought was good and what you thought was fun? Well, they look like they're having more fun than us. Can I tell you? It's not more fun because it's only temporary. It may be, but it's a temporary fund, but there's consequences that you still will pay. And here's what I've learned. I don't have to punish my kids when they go get sunburned. It was a few years ago that one of my daughters, I got to make sure I say one of my daughters because they don't want me telling who. I mean, that's my best sermon materials, my family, but that's why I don't let my wife in the pulpit. But uh, so payback. So my daughters were on a trip. One of my daughters was on a trip and, and she's with a family that's super tan. I mean, they're outdoorsy and super tan and all that kind of stuff. And we have rules like you wear stuff like you're don't go out unprotected. And so swimming and her little friend was tan and, and without. And so she's just like, she asked the mom, can I take my swim shirt off? And the mom said, okay. And I'm like, well, you, were you her mom? I mean, <laughs> number one, number one, thank you. You, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, so she got burned. I mean, she got burned, like second degree burn, like blister burns. Right. So she came, she, they called us immediately. And it's like, she's just burned and she's fried and and it's a good thing the family was a doctor, of all people. Why'd you let her take her shirt off? But anyway, so uh, they, come, they come home. Go figure. They come home, and so, like, for a couple days that we had to, we had to put stuff on her. You know, it's like, for a couple days, and, and keep her cool, and she had to lay in bed, just barely covered, and the fan blowing on her. Can, can I tell you, I didn't need to get in her face and just rebuke her for being disobedient. You're disobedient, child. As soon as you're able to get out of this bed, you're grounded. As soon as your rear end's not so red, I'm going to make it red, right? Like, I didn't... I didn't have to do that. You're never gonna see the sun again. I didn't have to do that. See, God doesn't punish us, but there's consequences to the choices we make. But to understand, you're a son or the daughter and you're a son or daughter of the king of kings. That's your identity, embrace that. Don't try to fit into the world. You're not supposed to fit into the world. We're not supposed to run around and let the world have their fun and do all that if that's what they choose to do, but not me because I don't wanna get burned. I'll take inconvenience over consequence every time. I'll take protection over unprotected every time. So it takes a little bit extra time. So I've spent a lot of time getting ready for the summer. Another thing I go to the summer and get is I get the swim shirt. You guys know what I'm talking about? This is a SPF Magellan swim shirt. It's a little bigger because I lost I have to get a new one, but... I wear this because it's SPF in it. So when I go swimming or I'm in the river or fishing or whatever, I got to have this shirt on so I don't get burned. Well, two reasons. Number one, so I don't get burned. And the second reason, so I don't blind everybody. I mean, I was thinking, right? See, so, I mean, it's like that. You know, everybody's like, wow, wow, who's there? I think Pastor Don's here. I don't know, I can't. Oh, man. Oh. Are you sure? I can't see. I don't know. I can't see. You need those sun- polarized sunglasses. So, and then I wear just an every day. I mean, I do. I'm, Mexico, you go to Mexico trip with me? I'll be covered head to toe, man. I'll be like, you know, like the mummy or whatever out there. But I got these Magellans. I can roll up the sleeves halfway, you know, when it gets a little hot. But then my, if my arms aren't protected, I unroll them down. And it's just I have to do. Why? Because that's my identity. It is who I am. That's okay. I don't want to get burned. Is this making sense this morning? Because listen, you're pulled in so many different directions and so many things happen, especially in the summer. You need to be prepared. So I, I'll go to Academy, especially right before Father's Day. They have all the sales on the Magellans and stuff. And, and so I wear a hat like this. What did that happen? I now need, I need my heart protected. Heart vulnerable. My heart got burned. I got heartburn right now. I don't know so I got I got I got a hat. And come on, some of you guys, some guys I appreciate, some guys after the service talking to me about their hat that has that little thing that comes down in the back, right? And covers them, covers your ears, covers your nose, covers your neck. I tell you, I I gotta have that. I can't go out without that. And then I have my sunglasses on here. My kids especially love these because, like, seriously, Dad, you gotta get the old guy sunglasses. So. I'm sorry. First service, a lens fell out. and I'm like, well, that's what happens. So, so I got to do that. I had glass. I, you, you probably don't want to hang out with me when I'm like that. My kids don't, but that's okay. I'm protected. And I'd rather be protected than unprotected. Don't go unprotected into the summer. The enemy is just waiting, waiting for the opportunity. In fact, can I say it this way? A lot of times the summertime is his most fruitful season because we let our guard down. And we drift and we forget who we are. And so before Jesus starts his ministry, God's reminding him before you go off on, on these 40 days, before you get going to your ministry, I want to remind you, you're my son. You know, if you've been around me with my kids anytime, I I typically don't even call my kids by the first name. I usually say, Hey, come on, let's go Duncan. Call them by the last name. Partly I forget which one's which half the time, but yeah, that's true. What a genius idea. Let's name them like with C's and we'll never mix them up ever. (laughs) But Duncan and, and part of that is to remind him who they are, that it's not just about you. You you belong to a family. You, you belong, you're, you're my daughter, you're, you're part of us, you're, you're, your choices and the decisions you make. And, I mean, and if you're around me, you'll hear me say, come on, Duncan, let's go. And it's not, because I want to remind them constantly that it's not just about them, but there's, there's a father and a mother and there's a family that they're a part of. And I want them to know also by saying that they're, that they're a part of who I am. I, not, not don't just think of me, but we're here for you. We're part of a family unit. And so God's reminding Jesus, and I want to remind you today. The other thing is I love in that passage of scripture, is before um, he goes out, it says this. Go ahead and turn to um, this. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, 2 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. You have a new identity. The identity you had in the world is not your identity any longer. So you have a, a new father, a heavenly father, and that you need to embrace and walk and listen to. Uh, the other thing, if we can go to Matthew 3. Go back to Matthew 3 again. Matthew 3, uh, let's go all the way down to 17, if you don't mind, guys. I'm just going to jump ahead for time's sake. I'll wait on 17. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son. And he spoke to Jesus about his identity, reminded him. In fact, he reminded everybody, because it was an audible voice from heaven, This is my son whom I love. I love that, whom I love. Notice when when God came uh, to speak to Jesus before he went on that new season, he reminded him that he was his son, identity, and then he also reminded him that he loved him. And everything that that God could have said to Jesus, getting ready to embark on a new season of ministry, God chose to speak to him relationally. Because here's what we want from God for a new season coming up or a change in life. We want instruction and direction from God. Tell me what I'm supposed to do, God. I need to hear from you. And you know what God wants to hear from you? He wants to hear relationship. You know what he's most concerned about is relationship. So sometimes we just run to God when we need an instruction or direction. God says, I want relationship with you first. So he's telling Jesus, he, he's telling Jesus, he goes, just want you to remember, I love you. I love you, Jesus. You know, he could have said, I love you. He could have said this way, go and reach the lost. Go heal people, go deliver people, go raise the dead. But what did God choose to say in this moment of preparation for Jesus' new season in ministry? He chose to remind him of his identity and it reminded him how much he loved him. He was speaking to him relationally. Can I tell you, God is so much more concerned about your relationship with him than anything else. This summer, don't let your relationship drift from God, as is the tendency of many. In fact, because we have such perhaps openness, perhaps flexibility, perhaps vacation or break or free time, we should use that time to get closer to him, not risk drifting further from him. So the tendency might be, I'm just want to encourage you. I'm just from past you. I'm trying to help you not get burned. Don't lay out from church if you're around and if you're here and able to get in. Don't dr- A couple times away, it makes it harder to get back and harder to get back. And before you know it, the whole summer's gone and there you just drift away. I see it over and over again. God's mostly concerned about relationship. I love that because then the people standing around, he didn't say, he said, this is my son whom I love. He didn't say, listen to him, be obedient to him, do what he says. He was speaking in a relational moment and I love that about our relational God. Before we go into the summer, know who you are. And number two, take the time to press into your relationship with God see here's the thing see when i'm with my kids or parenting my kids and i have rules and i have guidelines at home i do i'm a parent i do that but i don't want to just parent their behavior i want to parent their heart because here's what i found my kids can modify their behavior to please me but one day when they're on their own they may rebel against what's that which they didn't like to do so when we're following god the more we can press into a relationship with him the more we won't need those boundaries or guidelines because we will want to please him. So in times away, see, it doesn't matter if I'm on a cruise or I'm right here in the pulpit, I'm still a son of God. I'm still a son of God. There's no justification for that. I can, it's okay because I'm on a cruise. What happens on the, in the Bahamas tastes in the Bahamas? You know, God sees everything. And he, and he wants relationship with you so the more i press on god the more i understand my identity the more the more my relationship is close to god the more i understand who i am the less i need rules and regulations see we look to the, the mistake we make at times is we look to rules and relations and we equate them to relationship and that's just religion but at some point in time rules without relationship will lead to rebellion God wants a relationship with you. So that's why the more we press into God, when we find ourselves in those compromising moments or those opportunities to drift or to look like everybody else and their momentary fun, we'll make a decision not because we can't do that, if you will, but we don't want to displease our father. That's what I want for my kids because my kids will move out one day. And when they're on their own making decisions, they'll know my values, I'll instilled that all into them, but they'll have a choice to make. And, and if it's just rules and regulations, they're more apt to rebel if they just don't agree with it. But if it's something that they, just out of love for their dad, I'll take that. I'll take that. And then let me close with this last thought. The same passage, the same scripture. It says, in whom I am well pleased. Can I tell you, I love how God addressed Jesus before this new season. He says, you're my son, identity. He says, whom I love, relationship. And then he says this at the end, it doesn't ever change and it's not because of what you've done. See, because what happened here is Jesus hasn't healed anybody yet. Jesus didn't deliver anybody. He didn't cast the devil out of anybody yet. He didn't raise the dead yet. It wasn't based on performance or what he did. It was based on who he is a son of God. Can I tell you, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past up to this point in time. It doesn't matter what, in a sense what you're doing today or what you may do tomorrow. It doesn't change the fact that God loves you no matter what. There's consequences to the choice we make. But as we roll into the summer, let's be reminded of whose we are. Our identity comes from the Father. Let's be reminded of of the relationship that he wants to have with us and press in instead of drifting away. And let's understand by the grace and mercy of God, it's because of who we are. He loves us despite our mistakes, despite our shortcomings, despite our past. He loves us no matter what. It's not what you do or don't do. See, Jesus hadn't done anything yet as far as his ministry was was concerned, but he says, whom I am well pleased in. God loves you. I just want to get you ready for the summer. Why? I don't want you to get burned. I don't want you to get burned. God's a good and faithful God, so let's take some time and get prepared. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for this moment in time. My heart, my hope is that this just made sense, that the Holy Spirit's able to speak to each and every person here and pull out the truth of the word, Father God, and on what I believe that what you want to convey today, may we be reminded of our identity that for those who know Jesus as Savior and Lord, we belong to you, Father God. We are sons and daughters of God. We have a new identity, no longer do we identify with the world or the things of the world, and may we embrace that. And Father, may we also, Father, press into you relationally. May, may we take this summer, Father God, not as a break from everything. Uh, sure, there's some things that we need that we need, we all need vacations, but may we take it to press into you. May we use this time to to strengthen our relationship with you, Father God, instead of risk drifting away. And Father, may we know that you first loved us. No matter what, Father God, before. We were even born, the word says, that you loved us in our mother's womb, that your love is not conditional, Father God. And we're so thankful for it. We hope that you enjoyed this message. You can find more messages and information about Tree of Life Church at treeoflifechurch.org. We'd like to invite you to come visit us at 5513 IH35 South in New Braunfels, Texas. Or you can watch us on live stream.